Hello, I'm Sofia, and welcome to What We Need to Know About Ukraine. Here, I learn about Ukrainian history, literature, and culture, and share my findings with you. Today's episode is about Ukrainian mythology and demonology, or otherwise, the fascinating magical creatures that were believed to have roamed the forests, mountains, fields, cities, and waters in Ukraine. Before Christianity, which arrived to Ukraine in the Middle Ages, Ukrainians were pagan, and more specifically, the type of paganism that it was could be described as pantheism, which meant that the universe conceived of as a whole is God, and conversely that there is no God but the combination of substances, forces, and laws which are manifested in the existing universe. For them, the earth was filled with many different gods, and nature was alive and full of magic. Nature thinks and speaks just like people and the gods do. There was a hierarchy of these different gods. First came the gods that ruled the earth, then a long line of smaller godly creatures and demons that would work for the governing gods. At the end, there were the people that could not only communicate with these gods, but could also force them to do their bidding. Of course, not every person could do so. Unfortunately, there are little remnants of these gods in writing as detailed as the ancient Greeks described their gods. But there is still a lot of information about the different creatures that were believed in, and the various gods recorded in chronicles and works of literature, songs and oral stories written down more recently, not in the pre-Middle Ages. Some of these traditions still remain today as holidays, but they've lost their religious meaning. For example, Ivana Kupala, which is a celebration of the summer solstice. People light fires and jump over them, dance and sing and send flower crowns on water, and hunt witches. Demonic creatures were also believed in, and there were many of them. And today I will focus on a few creatures that would be a perfect addition to Halloween repertoire. The first one, and the very popular one too, is the devil. As a generalized concept of evil power, almost every demonic creature that harms a person can be referred to as the devil. But there are also creatures that are first and foremost devils and no one else. Uh, a devil has at least 20 variations of names in Ukrainian, most of which translate to the English devil. He has even more names based on the functions that it does on Earth. But I will use the Ukrainian chort and the English devil interchangeably to prevent confusion. According to the folk tales, the Chort existed when the universe was in chaos, before the creation of the world by God. God had found him and given him the rank of the highest and most important angel. But Chort and his other devil friends, which are other Chorts and other devils, would constantly irritate God and act in spite of him. So God sent them flying down to earth. Wherever they landed is what they became. If they landed in the water, then they became a Vodanik, a sort of like merman. If they landed in the forest, they became Lisoviks, protectors of the forest, etc. So all the spirits that were down on earth were of a devil origin. The spirits and devils in particular, since some devils remained in the shape and position of a devil, and I'll discuss that later, could also get married and have their short children, but they do not die unless hit by lightning or sometimes burned by boiling water. People can also become chorts under different circumstances. People picture chorts quite differently as well, but almost always it would be a man covered in black fur 
with a tail and with horns on his head. His face would resemble one of an animal, usually a pig. His legs were sometimes like those of a chicken or dog, and sometimes human. He would have long claws. To hide his identity, he wore a hat and other clothing. Chort could also, according to some, shapeshift into humans and all kinds of animals, except for dogs, since dogs are the most kind and sincere creatures. They shapeshift into people's friends or neighbors and can kill a person for fun. Some chorts were quite smart and invented things like fire and taught people blacksmithing. Some were quite stupid and easy to trick, like in Ukrainian author's Mykola Horoy's story called The Night Before Christmas. Although sometimes the devil is talked off as an evil demon who seeks to lead a person to death and take his soul, in most stories he appears as a bit of a loser demon. Often, the demon becomes a victim of humorous situations at his own expense. Popular stories in Ukraine show how a woman fools a devil and other stories along those lines. The next creature is called a domovik, and he's sort of like a housekeeper. The origin of the domovik is usually associated with the souls of deceased ancestors. It appears in the house after the foundations are laid, or the chimney is built, after the construction is completed, or after someone dies in the house. People often think that domoviks are invisible, but according to other ideas, they look like people or animals. The comparison of the house owner with the spirit, with the soul, is not worthy. It is like a shadow of a person, or the domovik is similar to the owner of the house, or is his complete double. There is a widespread belief that there is a domovik in every house or in every barn, since for every owner, they say, there is a domovik. In most cases, the presence of a domovik in the house is positive. He helps the owner in everything and protects the household. However, sometimes he can be hostile. He can be harmful and scare people and cause damage. Whether the domovik will harm depends on his preferences, although the behavior of the owners also influence this. Because the domovik doesn't like it when the house is not clean, when people argue or leave knives, garlic, open salt on the table overnight, etc. So, if your house is clean and peaceful, the domovik will like you and help you with your chores and give you good advice. If he does not, then no. Witches don't like the domovik because he doesn't let them steal milk from the household's cows. So, all you have to do is follow the rules set out by the domovik and have a peaceful, clean household, and then he will most likely help you. Another popular character in Ukraine is Mavka. Mavkas are similar to Rusalkas, which are mermaids in English, but they are nothing like the Little Mermaid and have nothing to do with that. So I will talk about Mavkas and Rusalkas together. Let's start with Rusalkas. All unbaptized children who died prematurely, betrothed girls who died before their wedding, drowned people, become Rusalkas. Only children can see mermaids, as well as worthy, righteous, happy people, because they supposedly have no sin or less sin. The most frequent descriptions of mermaids are as young girls or young women, beautifully dressed in white with cornflower wreaths and in ribbons. Sometimes they are girls with loose hair and in the clothes in which they were buried. Girls in wedding clothes, sometimes it is an angelic half-girl, half-bird. Baby mermaids are usually naked or dressed in what they were buried in. 
They are often depicted as angels or airy spirits swinging on birch or hazel branches in the forest. People were wary of going to those places where they could encounter mermaids. They did not sleep outside during the day, and they did not bathe or leave sleeping children alone so that the mermaids would not tickle themselves or their children. A mermaid's tickles lead to a person's death. Mafkas, as I said before, are extremely similar to rusalgas, but are completely different creatures. Mafkas are also children, which died before they were baptized, etc., but mafkas can also give birth to children. Mafkas' appearance is of a beautiful, green-haired young woman who lives in a forest. They also have no back, so you can see their organs through that if they turn around. Mafkas are known to lure young men into rivers and ponds in the forest and drown them. A fantastic way to get to know mafkas, rusalkas, lisovyks, which are Ukrainian forest elves, vodyaniks, Ukrainian water goblins. Remember I mentioned that they were the devils that fell from the sky into the forest and into the water. As well as the character of dolia, which is Ukrainian for fate, who is also a magical creature. Well, if you want to know more about all of these characters and more mythical creatures, I suggest you read The Forest Song by Lysa Ukrainka. It is a well-known and well-loved piece of Ukrainian classic literature, a play in verse. There are creatures that eat mafkas, though. They are called chuhaisters. A chuhaister is a tall man completely covered in long hair that lives in a forest. He did not come from a chort, but is a human that was cursed by witches. Despite his scary looks, he does no harm to humans, and if he encounters one, he wishes him luck and lets him continue on his way. Although sometimes he can help people and ask them to a dance, but never hurts them. Witches are also a large part of Ukrainian mythology, since I've already mentioned them a few times. You can encounter them in Ukrainian literature all the time, like in a marvelous book by Grigory Kvitkasnovyanenko called The Witch of Konotop, and in Mykola Gogol's story The Night Before Christmas, where a chort is also a very important character. Witches are always women. They are usually known to harm people with their magical powers. The Ukrainian word for witch is vidma, which comes from the word vidate, to know. At the same time, witches can do good and bad. There are also two types of witches, and not a good witch and a bad witch. One type is born a witch, meaning that it is a daughter of a witch or of a chort, or if a family has seven daughters in a row with no sons in between, the seventh one will be a witch. The other type of witch is the one that sold her soul to the power of evil and learned the dark magic, so she was not born a witch. The learned witch was usually considered angrier, but the born one was more powerful. To recognize a witch was hard since they only had a little tail that was always hidden. In addition, witches had the ability to transform into animals. It is believed that witches fly to the places of their gatherings, the most famous of which is on Lysahora, which is a wooded hill near Kyiv. They would fly through the chimney, saddled on a fire iron, a broom, etc. It was also believed that the witches could steal stars from the sky and hide them in their houses, which is what happened in Rogol's the night before Christmas.
Ukrainian mythology and demonology have many more exciting and interesting figures, each responsible for their own part of life and nature. In literature, you can see them interacting with each other and influencing people and their traditions. Nature was always important and magical. People did not consider themselves to be smarter, stronger, or in any sense better than nature. Nature was the unknown that could act harshly if it was treated with ignorance and malice, or it could help if it were admired and treated with respect. Of course, we all like magical stories, but maybe sometimes these stories come to life. Thank you so much for joining me today. And this is what we need to know about Ukraine this week.